Welcome back to 20 Things You Must Stop Doing in Your 20s. This is idea number six. And this is, I know at the beginning of each of these, I say, this is one of the most important ideas. But look, for me, this is like the biggest thing. And it's a big reason I do everything I do. It's a big reason I started my program, the Driven Young program. And that is stop spending time with the wrong people. Now, I've got a lot to say about this. I'm just going to riff on it. So one of the most important things I think you can do in your 20s, if all you did in your 20s was surround yourself with good quality people, found your people, I think you're ahead of most people. And so what I'm seeing is a lot of young people are struggling right now. And I'll give you my story. So when I finished high school, I got a job. And um, I was working with this guy making videos and I was in the business world and I met a lot of contacts. I met a lot of really cool people. However, they were all much, much older than me and I didn't have like good friendships um, that I was really craving. Didn't have people who were lifting me up, who were doing a lot of the creative stuff, who were in the, the same world that I was in. I, I went to meetup.com. I Googled how to find friends. How to, I tried to find meetups and organizations where people who had the similar mindset to me would meet and I couldn't find any and I looked everywhere and it was just very very difficult and ultimately in this kind of first three years after high school I was really lonely that was the biggest thing for me I you know I didn't have mental health issues and I you know I was in and out I wasn't depressed or anything but I definitely had times where I was a bit low and um, I was just quite lonely and I just didn't know where to meet these people I didn't want to meet I had I had people around me but I didn't have the quality like I think the issue is a lot of people might have friends but how often do you talk on a deeper level. How often do you get to those deep conversations? I was talking with a girl the other day and the reason she joined my program was because she said, I'm a very social person. I, I do a lot of, I go to a lot of events. I do a lot of social stuff for work, but a lot of these relationships aren't like friendship relationships. Like she's not going to talk about her, her, her romantic life with friends from work. And so she's craving like, I guess, normal friendships. Something else that I've noticed is that Sitcoms like Friends and I guess maybe Office and uh, Seinfeld and all these sitcoms make it seem like finding friends is very easy. As in you just kind of meet at a cafe and they run into each other and then bang, you're, you're friends. And suddenly, well, you're friends. And it just happens organically. And I just don't think that happens nowadays. It doesn't happen organically. So this episode, I want to share, I guess, my thoughts around spending your time with the wrong people and how to spend your time with the right people, the importance of this. And then I'm actually going to break down how to actually do it, which sounds crazy, but I've figured out a few methods that are very tangible and then you can actually start right now on how to do this. So hopefully this will be valuable. So first of all, I should mention that um, a study done by Australia Talks mentioned that 43% of young Australians aged 18 and 25 say they feel either frequently, occasionally, or always lonely. Uh, so almost 50% of young Australians say that they feel lonely. And a big correlation, this is a big correlation to mental health issues. And a lot of people are saying we haven't seen the impact of COVID yet to the young people. Maybe we are starting to see it now, now that COVID's kind of died down a bit. It's, you know, it's popping its head up every now and then. But the Australian government's biggest fear for young people with COVID wasn't the virus itself. It was the lack of education because we were locked at home and couldn't go to school and the mental health issues. And then the third one was the virus. So I think it's really important that when you're young, you're surrounding yourself with good quality people. You're trying to find these people who lift you up. Like going back to my story, I had people in my life. And so from the outside, it looked like I was doing well. And I had these good quality people around me and I had good friends and I really love these people, but they weren't going the same way I wanted to. 
I, I wouldn't, I wasn't inviting these people on my podcast. And now I've got like a good five, 10 people who are just amazing. Um, Pace, if you guys know Pace, the Brian and Pace podcast, we have our own podcast together. I spend like every day with him, Annalise, um, you know, Josh, a bunch of like just my friends who are just really, really important. And they're all so cool when we're doing so many things and I'm bringing them to all my projects and I'm getting them involved with my companies. And it's just like the most fulfilling thing. And so how do we build these relationships? We'll get into that shortly. But the title of this was to stop hanging around bad people. So let's talk about that because like a sponge, you are going to soak up your environment. The same way a sponge soaks up water when you put it in a, you know, a tub or whatever, you're the same with your environment. There's a great quote that I've heard called environment dictates performance. If you want to improve your life, improve the quality of people around you. We've all heard of that quote. You are the sum of the total, you are the total sum of the five people you hang around. They say if you hang around five millionaires, your chances are you'll be the sixth millionaire. If you hang around five dumbasses, then you'll be the sixth dumbass. And now, look, this isn't backed by science. It's just kind of like a, a bit of a, a personal development trope. Um, but I do think it's true. I do think you hang around good quality people and you can't help but level up. You can't help but become a better person. You can't help but do more things in your life. Um, so if you're, it's, it's, it's very, you know, you hang around people who are, you know, doing drugs every weekend, you're probably going to start doing drugs every weekend, whether that's right or wrong. You know, if you hang around people who are going out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, every night, you're probably going to start doing that. And so first of all, recognize that you're a sponge and you're, you're going to soak up your environment. So if you're not in the same place that you want to be, or you're not where you want to be, or you feel like you're not living a fulfilled life, have a look at the people around you. Now, Obviously, if you've got toxic people in your life, you should cut them out. If you've got people who are not good for you, they're unhealthy, I definitely think you should get rid of them. You should cut them out. But where I believe the most dangerous people are, are the people in your life who aren't necessarily toxic, but they're not lifting you up. They're not fulfilling. And there's people that kind of sit in this grungy, gray area. And because they're not toxic, you can't see them pulling you down because they're not pulling you down, but they're not pulling you up. And as a result, I know people who are in their mid-20s and they honestly have not progressed since high school. And I think we all know people like that. You, you kind of see it, right? You, you see it. And they haven't progressed or they're just doing the same stuff. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not trying to shame you, but I really think we need to be trying to put ourselves out of our comfort zone and surrounding yourself with better people who are pulling you up. And that's how I've experienced. When I got around people who were doing cool stuff, suddenly I elevated and I, I opened up new projects and we worked on these stuff together. And so often it isn't the toxic people, but the people are just kind of floating there. Now, do we cut these people out? Well, I mean, it's up to you. I don't believe you should just cut people out because they're not lifting you up. But I do believe that maybe spend less time with them and try find other friend groups or, you know, just figure out your priorities because it's very easy to get stuck in a friendship group for years and years and never really look for other ones and just be comfortable in this group. Now, again, this is totally subjective to whatever your situation is. I don't know what your situation is. I'm just putting out generic information. You have to take this information and see if it applies to you, if it does apply to you, but I don't know. But I truly believe if all you did in your 20s was surround yourself with good quality people, you're ahead of the game. I mean, how many of our parents don't have friends? How many of we look at our parents and go, they've got a good friend group. Maybe some do, some don't. I don't know. I don't know. So there's a bunch of quotes. You know, one of my favorite quotes I talk about is surround yourself with people whose eyes light up when you walk in the room. People who want to see you succeed. People who aren't secretly jealous when you earn more money or when you get this thing, but they genuinely want to see you get to where you want to be. I cannot, I am, that's like my friends. If my friends do something, if they earn more money than me, if they get an opportunity, 
I'm ecstatic for them. I'm very, very excited. Is there a little part of me that's maybe jealous? I don't know. Maybe a little bit of my, like, deep down, I can feel it. But, like, honestly, I'm so excited for them. And I want the best for them. And I'm really glad that's the type of people I have around me. And it's taken me years and years to get here. It's like a part-time job making friends. So let me give you some tips when it comes to making friends. Step number one, recognize that it's, gonna, it's a bit of work. And it doesn't happen organically, like I've mentioned. Um, step number two is communities and systems. So it's kind of funny if we talk about systems. When I mean system, it's like regular meetups. I think church is incredible for building relationships and friendships because it's just every Sunday for years and years, you get to meet these people and hang out and it's an excuse to hang out. Um, and if you're not religious and you don't go to church, you don't really get anything like that. You know, church is great. You get youth group, you get all these things. If you're not religious, you don't really get that. Sport's good because you can, every Saturday you get to see, see your team and all that sort of stuff. So systemize it. A great example is for like five years, me and my high school mates have been playing Dungeons and Dragons every Wednesday night at 6.30 until 9 o'clock. We play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, now, do, do we miss events? Sure. Do we miss some here and there? But we've been pretty consistent for like three, four, five years. And honestly, if it wasn't for that, I don't think I would be friends with them still because I don't see them much outside of that. But it's a great way for me to just just hang out with them and play a game and you know see them every week. And if, it, if we weren't doing that every week, there's no way we would catch up as often. No way. Every week, there's just a lot of work to organize six, seven people to catch up um, if you're not systemizing it. So I think systemizing it, like do every Thursday night, the group chat goes to a bar. Or every Friday night, we take turns going to someone's house. Or every second Saturday in the morning, we go for a walk. Whatever it is, try to create that. Number two, if you've just made friends with someone, go along to the first things they invite you to, even if you don't want to go. Like, let's say you've, you've met someone at an event and you go, oh, we should hang out. Yeah, cool. Okay, great. And then they say, hey, I've got a party coming up. If you say, oh, sorry, man, I'm quite tired or I'm busy or whatever, and you might be busy, so you can't go, but try go because if you do that once, and then they invite you out a second time and you don't come, they're probably not going to invite you out again because it's like, oh, I've invited this guy out twice and he didn't come. Now, that sounds silly, but it's like, it's true. I've, done, I've spoken with people. I'm like, you should come along to our event. And they didn't come along. And I'm just like, oh, well, I'll find other people or something. So if you're maybe a little bit more introverted or you're just a really socially burnt out, just show up for half an hour. Go to an event and be like, hey, man, like if, say you come to a party that I'm hosting or something. Say, hey, Byron. Oh, hey, man, thanks so much for coming. Oh, yeah, this looks awesome. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm pretty cooked tonight. Um, I'm super tired. I'm just, I just wanted to show up, you know, say hello to everyone, have a, have a drink, and then I might head home. If someone said that to me, what am I going to say? Oh, screw you. No, that's awesome. Like, good on you. That, that means a lot to me that that showed up, and I'm much more likely to show them up to another event. Hopefully that's making sense. Um, so going back to community, I think systems is great. Communities is great as well. You know, communities, you can bond over a common thing. My dad has a whole group of friends and they're, I've got a name for it. I forget what they call it. The, the mob, the mobs, the mobsters, he calls it, they call it. And they're all, um, into mountain biking and motocross riding. And so they go mountain biking, like honestly, every week or maybe every two weeks they're on, they're out in the bush doing mountain biking and they bond over that. And now they do other stuff, but that's where they really connected over that. And so he's got a good group of guys where they do mountain biking. And so, you know, do you have hobbies where you can find communities within those hobbies? And this is why I started the Driven Young program because I just feel like there's not much of that in Sydney specifically or in Australia, but I can't speak for all of Australia. And it's very, very difficult to find those communities. Um, But, you know, that's where it's like, do you have hobbies? And if you don't, how do you look at getting some hobbies? It's very important to have hobbies in your life so you're not just working. And I say this as someone who's often been trapped and just working. And I am still looking for more hobbies. I'm trying to join teams and, you know, find other ways to meet people as well. So, yeah, I truly believe that surrounding yourself with good quality people 
and people whose eyes light up in the room is one of the most important things you can do in your 20s. And you need to stop hanging around toxic people. The first step is to cut out any toxic people in your life and then focus on better quality people. I think, you know, one of the issues, I so many people come to me and they say, it's so hard to make friends at university, which is crazy because isn't that one of the top benefits of university? Like university isn't just a piece of paper, which it shouldn't be, but you get a meet helps a bunch of friends. You've got parties and all this cool stuff. You get the university experience. But so many people are saying that it's kind of non-existent now. Not everyone, but most I find. They're like, it's so hard to make friends at uni, which is crazy. And then when they do make friends, they're kind of surface level because what do you bond over in uni? Like what's the conversation at uni? It's like complaining about assignments. I swear that's like you go to uni and it's like, I've got an assignment due. I've got this due. And it's like the conversation's not very exhilarating. Um, and you go to more like personal development events or you go to events where like my program where everyone's looking to make friends and bang, they're straight into, so oh, tell me about yourself. And they're having all these amazing conversations. And that's again, like, like a sponge, you soak up your environment. And so are you in the right environments? So how can you put yourself in the right environment? How can you put yourself out there? You've really just got to say yes to everything. Honestly, you don't want to go out, just go out, make an effort. If it's crap, go home what's the worst thing that's going to happen, you know? Uh, worst case scenario, maybe not worst case, I'm sh- you know, <laughs> there's obviously extreme examples, but let's say you go out, you just go home early, right? It's not the end of the world. And so I think just say yes to everything. That's how you've got to do that. And a lot of people will almost be selfish. They're like, oh, I can't be bothered to go out, so I'll stay inside. Ugh. Yeah, you can't be bothered to go out, but just go out anyway. You know, they're not going to invite you again if you don't. If, you, if this is the third time they've invited you out, they're not going to keep inviting you if you're not going to come. Um, so yeah, really just make it a priority and try to find good quality people. I think it's the most important thing you can do in your twenties is surround yourself with people whose eyes light up when you walk in the room, people who want to see you succeed and you have to cut out the toxic people, man. You have to cut them out. Like who are the top five people in your life? Have a look at it because you're likely to be the sixth And to really just focus, like anyone who's successful always says this, you are the sum total of the five people you surround yourself with, whatever it is. Again, not backed by science, but it's just like, I do do think it's true. And um, it's exciting. Life becomes exciting when you've got people around you. And it's not easy. It's going to take time. It could take years. It could take your entire 20s, but you're only 30. You've got your 30s and your 40s and your 50s and your 60s and your 70s and your 80s. Like there's a lot of future ahead of you. And so, yeah. Who are you surrounding yourself with? You want to stop doing drugs? Stop hanging around people who are doing drugs. You want to stop partying every single week? Stop hanging around those people. You want to stop living in a, you know, a mundane life? Stop hanging around mundane people who are complaining about the traffic and complain about everything when you hang out. The amount of people just bond over complaining. Like it's insane. Oh, you hear about the traffic. Like I get it. I do it, all, I do it every now and then. Not all the time. <laughs> do it every now and then. I catch myself. But like... There are people, like you see it, and all they do is they just complain about whatever's happening right now. You see this and blah, blah, blah. It's just exhausting. So anyways, guys, that's a little bit of a rant. I could probably go on forever, but like, honestly, that's the key points. I'm not going to bother wasting your time. I've got a bunch of episodes out. You can go check out some longer form. This is a bit of a short episode. Surround yourself with people whose eyes light up when you walk in the room. Who are you surrounding yourself with? And are they benefiting you? Cut out the toxic people in your life. Surround yourself with good quality people. Go to meetups. Go to community events. Join the Driven Young program if you're in Sydney. That's pretty much the whole reason everyone's joining. They want to make better quality friendships because it's very difficult to do. And often it doesn't happen at work. 
Sometimes it does. So who are you surrounding yourself with? And remember, stay young. Stay driven. All the links you need are in the description below. And I'll see you on the next episode.